Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, what is going on? And welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I am Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. To my left, we've got the executive director of Vibes for the for the day, uh, Julio Montero. Promote it, baby. Bridget Flores is out of here. She's MIA again. This is two out of three weeks. No, Bridget, Bridget, we, we can't we can't fall Bridget. Bridges, uh, this is the busiest week for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, she opening opening week. Opening uh, week is yeah. a busy week for Bridget. Bridget yeah. be outside. So, uh, so this is this is an excused absence. Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. She bridge. got PTO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, today we have a very um, exciting episode for for you guys. We um, we have we're going to be talking to uh, Mark Gold or uh, sorry Matt Pollard, who is one half along with Mark Goldman of uh, holding um, the the Highline Podcast. Um, uh, they do their Colorado Rapids centric podcast on the Believe Network, and and uh, we're going to talk to them uh, to to Matt about. You know, just the, the the Rapids fan culture, uh, what what it's like in Colorado, why Colorado is a sneaky, um, uh, uh, just soccer hub for like yeah, an amazing fun time for for a great and, and like this, it's gonna get good. So like, if you ever go to a game, um, he he's gonna give you key points on how to yeah. drink for cheap. Eat for cheap and have the most fun. Right. So, so, so I hope you stay tuned for that. But uh, before we get into that, we have to we had to, to talk about this because um, it's a new it's a new season. Um, by, by the time this episode airs, though, the whole full slate of, of, of matches will have uh, will have uh, completed. We you just, would have been seeing Messi disrespect the guy by being hurt yeah. by chipping the ball over <laughs> his body. We saw that last night. Um, um, but in addition to the new games, in addition to the, the, the you know, the new storylines, the new drama, all that, we got new kits. Um, and this is something that we love to talk about, um, both on Urban Pitch the Site and on the podcast. Kits, I mean, I feel like we soccer love, we love jerseys, gear. I mean, is very, like, it's a very unique thing, you know, where there's a lot of history behind things, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, design elements that, that go back, you know, um, hundreds of years if we're, if we're talking about European soccer, but even in, in here in, in, in MLS, there's, there's a lot of historic designs that, um, that we have seen. Um, but this year, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start things off. I you, was last, very, year, last year, you were mad. I was very pleased. Last year, I wasn't as mad. I, w- I wasn't as mad last year. Um, but I think the last few years, I think we've seen MLS designs go uh, like really steadily improve, and this year continues that trend. I think I'm I'm very happy with the majority. I think almost every single team's kit um, looks great. We'll talk about some of the ones that we don't yeah. like. But uh, Julio, what what about you, man? Because I, I I'm first I'm happy. of all, I'll take the elephant out the room right now. Seattle, yeah, yeah, those go fire. in a go tier fire. in a tier of its own. I don't think I don't think, you think they, that's the 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 A one number A1, one. And you okay. know how 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 hard I hate loud colors so yeah to make a lime green like a baby yeah. blue that like, that and plus the, like with the historical value that it comes with like yeah the shorts the shorts i mean the the baby blue shorts with the teal or the the light green kit i mean that shouldn't work with the stripes that shouldn't work but it does they they kill that rebrand they, when, it, when they, it comes to they, rebrands i mean seattle please send us a jersey we, <laughs> we would love to have it <laughs> like no like honestly like um killed it uh yeah, i think yeah. best kit of mls this year by far, yeah, I think. I mean, this plus. I know you don't like the year of the dragon. Uh, uh, they're they're Shout away kit, the black and the black and red one. Um, but even before that, they had the the Jimi Hendrix kit, the purple and black one, which was purple. Crazy, crazy hard. I think you know. We've seen because um, I think it was maybe 2018. It was around 2018 where 
every single MLS team, their away kit for the most part was a plain white shirt, sponsor, Adidas stripes, and the but, crest. Which I know you like a simple kit, but when that is every single team's jersey yeah, across yeah. the board, it I mean, it was like people were making jokes about like, you know, it's a Hanes t shirt with a with a, yeah. with a logo slapped on and they're selling it for a hundred dollars. The price also we'll get into Yeah, as well. we'll the get price into is that. crazy. Price um, crazy. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for odds, stats, trends, and lines from all your favorite sports. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime from your desktop or mobile devices. So head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. But like uh, going back to that, going yeah. to that point, but like I feel like Toronto did a great job yeah, with the white, so- and like, they've getting a lot of hate talk about worse. No, I. The, out of all the kids, like, well, the way I look at it is, like, what kid would, like, wear outside and just, like, yeah. feel, and I feel like the white kid for Toronto is, like, I can rock that every right. day. Right, and so so simple by itself is not is not a bad thing, but when it's the same exact design across the board and it's not inspired, then I think people get upset about that, and they're rightfully upset in 2018. But when you when you talk about kit design, you have to realize it's not – it's it takes time to, to change because yeah. teams are on, like, a two-year-plus – um, so, I mean, the, the, the kits that are being designed now are not for 2025, it's for 2026, 2027. Like, that's, that's how kits are designed. It's a two-year, it's a two-year process. Um, so, the, the outrage that came in 2018, the, you, you're starting to see the, uh, the waves of change start to, to kind of crash. Um, 2020, as well, the 25th year of, of MLS, I think they had the, the, you know, the, the EQT template that was across the league. I think some of it worked, some of it didn't. But now, I think especially last year, especially this year, you're starting to see a lot more bespoke designs that are not templated. Um, I don't think any two jerseys look the same across no, the league. No, um, no. So I think the most similar one might be that Austin and uh, Seattle, but... but but I mean, that's not that. Uh, that's more of a color thing. That's yeah, not, no, it's no, not, no, it's no, not no, a template thing. And uh, that's another one of my favorite. Austin, yeah, was. Austin, Austin looks cool yeah. too. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk about some of our favorites. So you mentioned Seattle. Um, I think um, Charlotte's jersey. The, yeah, that, that one to me is. I think that's my personal favorite. Similar, uh, similar colors. Color, uh, color I mean, powder blue on a, on a kit. Like you can't get that wrong. They do different shades of the Carolina blue. It pays homage to the mountains, to the ocean, to the, the natural landscape of, of of both North and South Carolina, which I thought was cool that they're representing for both states. Um, and that's another simple design. There's nothing really crazy going on with that yeah. kit, but I mean, it's it's. Um, it, it looks great, and I think uh, seeing it on the field, seeing it, um, we haven't seen it in. Per- I haven't seen it in person, at least. But just I, I, that, it just works for me. I, 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 that's one of my favorites. Um, the Portland kit for me. Uh, Portland, yeah. The pine tree is just like uh, what what it, what it symbolizes. How like it just it's Portland's culture. Yeah. Um, hiking. That's what as, when you when you think about Portland, outdoors, you think about yeah, outdoors, outdoors nature, how, Like yeah. what what hiking tra- trail you gonna take? So that's one of my favorites. Uh, the the new home kit for Colorado Rapids, um, I know that the ESPN has had mis- mixed reviews with it. Right, I honestly like it. Yeah, I think that's um, another simple, like a simpler design, simple, but, but it like, works. So their, their it color works, scheme works. It works. Yeah. Um, and Toronto's, I, I've yeah. already said Seattle's. I'm not even gonna talk about Seattle because Seattle is my right. my favorite one this year. Yeah. But Toronto, uh, 
DC United, a DC United, the red yeah. and black from DC yeah. United, and the red and black from uh, Red Bull. Uh, I think both both of those Ooh, work really uh, really well. They have the kind of crazy stripes mm. design going on. Um, uh, NYCFC's awake. I think it's their awake kit with the. Uh, they have alternating stripes uh, colors on the stripes. Uh, the blue and orange. Shout out to the Cooligans. The Cooligans were the models for, yes. for that one. Uh, they're out on uh, on, on uh, the Adidas store. Um, and uh, I, I mean, just across the board, really. Oh, even even the Nashville ones. Uh, or is it the Cruz? I'm sorry. The cruise, the one that kind of looks yeah, like, like Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown. I yeah. like, which I, like. I mean, honestly, I think it works. It I think works. It works. People were climbing on that, but I, I, honestly, that that one works. Uh, that one's really uh, Minnesota's uh, Minnesota, like Minnesota, the, the Starlight Kid. That's number two for me. That those that one in Charlotte are, are the top two, and then followed by Seattle. Um, those uh, like. I think Minnesota also has a shout for the best kits in the league because yeah. their away shirt with the kind of like that's like abstract paint paint strikes or a paint um, uh, paint strokes. I think that that one really works. Um, so I mean, I'm really like really really yeah. happy for for the league for kind of. Um, hearing out the, the criticism, we sent the email last year. That's why that, yeah, things have yeah. changed. <laughs> and and now and now it seems like the last few years they they really have put a lot of effort into the designs, and I, I, I'm really uh, pleased to see that. But what are the bad kids? Let's get to the bad kids. So to me, there was only really one kit that did not work at all, and that was Inner Miami's. Inner Miami's. So um, I do not like at all. I think it's lazy. I think that's uh, that's an example of like a 2018, 2019 era MLS jersey where it's like, okay, let's make it pink. Let's throw the stuff in the center, and we'll call it a day. The collar, it's a thin collar. They have that same collar on um, Money the, Grab. Money Grab Miami. You know, uh, you could call it that. I, that but the, the the collar is super. Like LAFC's collar is is really thin like that. Um, whereas like the, the sound Call it's, it has like a, a thicker Theory. band, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of that. But Miami's is really the only one that didn't work for me. I think New England Revolution, I it's not that I don't I don't like the design, but it's not from a sense of like it was lazy. I think they they went for something, you know. They 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 made it like a Boston Tea Party type theme. To me, the stripes on it, yeah. the, the, the pinstripes don't really work. Um, I just hate pinstripes. Y- yeah. Well, so so let me get it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. So like. Uh, first of all, uh, Miami, I did not like. Yeah. Uh, um, that was one of them. But uh, Real Salt Lakes. Uh, yeah, the mountain. The mountain I did not like. Not, uh, not great. And the, the mo- I'm, I'm disappointed with LA Galaxy because I've, I've been saying this for the last few years. They've had the best kit in MLS. It, I, yeah, and I think yeah. that, that's, what, that's, what, that's what like has me like looking at it this way. But uh, LA Galaxy is usually, they are the, the kit gods. Um, every jersey from their LA kit, the green one. Uh, and like some of the retro ones they've had, like even the their first jersey, the uh, the white, uh, their white, their first white one. Mm-hmm. So they've had great jerseys. And I think this is the first time they've missed. Um, they miss, and then going back to the, I, how I hate pinstripes, LAFC. I'm disappointed. You don't but, like LAFC. But, but I think um, seeing that leak photo, which I hope is true, that LA Aztec, they're going to get the third their the, kit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that has messed up my way of viewing this jersey. But I do not like it. Uh, I call it the Voltron. I did not like last year's, uh, the two years ago, uh, uh, LAFC jersey. The one with the showing the city has the little stripes. Uh, I'm trying to think. The it was, first it was flex. The home, it was the home one? Their first home The kit. first flex one with the, yeah. the stripes and the yeah. V-neck. Yeah, yeah, did not yeah. like that. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I'm disappointed with it. both LA teams. I feel like this was the, this was the time to do better. And um, most of uh, I actually like I I like this year's LAFC kit better than the the Art Deco one that they had last yeah, year. And that's what I'm talking about, the Art Deco. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the one that they had 
previous. So their previous home home kit with the the um, the overall. I think they really went for it with that design, and I don't think it worked. This one they went for a little bit more of a simple approach, which. If they made a thicker uh, neck collar, I think that would have been one of the top, you know, top tier um, jerseys. I kind of like it. I think it's simple. I think for for LAFC, when you have a, a color scheme like that, black and gold, simpler it's works cheek better. Color. Simpler works better. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to, to, to make like this, this crazy wild design like you see with with Seattle or um, you know some of these other other teams. Um, even even this uh, Colorado kit that was um, uh, unveiled last year, but. Um, uh, I, I like LAFCs maybe a little bit more than you. The center, the center crest, I think looks good. Um, but LA the BMO, Galaxies, yeah, it makes and, it a little more elegant. And the yeah. BMO sponsor looks good as well. I, I like the new, the new sponsor. You know um, what? I did see it without the BMO, and it looked, it, it looked okay. Right, right. I, I just, I'm never been a fan of pinstripe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, talking about Galaxy, I'm, I'm a little less harsh on Galaxies as well. I think the, because the sash is something that's been a part of the Galaxies home kit forever and i mean yeah. last year they didn't have it with the, the plain white but the sash it's hard to do because sash is such a traditional design and it's almost impossible to they, to they got too creative with it I did. yeah maybe they were trying the to blanks do a little the, bit too much blank, um, like, yeah. I, but i'm not i'm not totally mad at it i think the photo shoot that they did with it around la i think looked really good too um shout out to diego he was part of the shoot as well yeah 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 so, la kid pay for the Salvador national team right yeah so i mean but if if this is our criticism of the MLS kits, I think that's good. That's good that's compared good to last year, right? Where, um, but to, first of all, like, and, and like, all right, so we're we're making progress, but I don't want to. Uh, uh, it's probably gonna be a bad example, but I don't I don't want a uh, October cancer kit to be across the board. I want oh, to gotcha. show how creative, right? Each like the team parley, like the parley. Yeah, um, how each team can be create or a Fourth of July. Right. Uh, Fourth of July kid, like yeah. uh, you, you want you want it to be creative or like a Marvel. They did the Marvel, yeah, kids the Marvel last one. Year. Like no, be creative. I want every team to be show their creativity to like make it a little bit competitive off the field. Right. Show show how and our make fashion. them limited, make them super limited. Yeah. Because I mean, at this price point right now, I think they're going for like one seventy, one eighty for the authentics, and then like one ten for the 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 replicas. Which the replicas. Shout out to Nike Sports. I'm gonna need a discount. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's that is the disappointing thing when it comes to MLS kits, where it's where they increase the prices. I think, you know, the jerseys got better. Um, they increased the prices. But to me, I mean, it's uh, – I can't – I cannot um, uh, justify paying that much for a, a, for First a jersey. First of all, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to sweat on it. Uh, probably, yeah, if I'm walking from <laughs> Chuperia I mean, to – yeah. the amount of beers, yeah. you know, who knows. But, but, like, the thing is, no, no, like, I, I, don't, I do not see it. I think the first jersey I bought, it was the original uh, – uh, game like verified jersey oh, okay. authentic yeah. jersey uh was uh 20 the first year 2018 for uh, lafc lafc and it was a i think it was 120 yeah, yeah. so yeah now like and now i mean now 120 is that's the, that's the cheap version yeah the cheap you version, know so. and, and a lot of the cheap a lot of the cheap versions they change a lot of things from the 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 authentic the version. patches you know, the patches yeah. the the designs are a little bit different um you know so i mean you, you hate to see that um so I mean, if, if you see any good uh, 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 Fugazis out there, you know, um, it might be. I don't. I wouldn't. I, I won't get mad at you. I'm starting to think of, to buying the jerseys that they sell outside the state of twenty dollars ones. For real, I mean, <laughs> they look. They look. They look, they look okay. They look, know, okay. they look okay. Like they if I'm okay. paying one twenty for it, for like they look equally as okay as the one twenty versions. Right. Not the, not, the, not the, the replica fully version. The, yeah. Not yeah, the one seventy five. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the one yeah. twenties and the twenties, they kind of match. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I used to be a very, you know, you got to be authentic. You have to. You, you can't wear fake. You can't wear fake Jordans. You can't Fugazi wear fake jerseys. Twenty twenty four. I mean, honestly, now maybe it's because I'm making my own money <laughs> and I'm paying my own bills. Like, like I, I start to see. You know what? Maybe you know, maybe wearing reps is not that bad of a deal. If you start seeing me like a half jersey one side. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm rocking that all 2024. Hey, look, look the other way. Keep yeah. it moving, man. Keep it moving. <laughs> don't, hey, don't tell me. Where you buy it at? Maria uh, out down the street. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm, uh, I'm glad that we were able to talk about this, but now I think um, uh, we, we should get into the, the conversation that we have with Matt Pollard. Um, get your notebook. Take some yeah, notes. Get your notebook. Get, take your notes because he, he, he puts us on game going to, to Colorado. I mean, holding the high line, they, they do great stuff as a podcast, but he's super knowledgeable about where to go in Colorado, the, the overall experience. So um, I'm excited. And something about uh, a green sauce on some food. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so take your notes and um, who knows, maybe you'll see us in Colorado uh, uh, coming this year. So, so let's get into this conversation that we have uh, with Matt Pollard from Holding the High Line. Boom. All right, we're here with Matt Pollard from the Holding the Highline podcast, a fellow Believe Network uh, uh, pod, pod. So we're, we're happy to, to make this link up and, and have, I think this might be our first joint podcast yes. collaboration where it's going to live on both feeds. So we're, we're really excited about that. But Matt, really uh, appreciate you taking the time. To, this uh, is an amazing podcast connect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks for having me on, guys. Happy to start branching out and talking to more of the, the footy sickos at uh, Believe.com. <laughs> and uh, happy MLS is back. I could not think of a better way to start the season than Lionel Messi getting points for my fantasy team oh, in disrespecting go. Real Salt Lake. <laughs> let's go, let's go. That let's little go. chip over the injured player is... Oh my goodness! Highlight of the night. I wish he would have scored. So that. disrespectful. It's the most. It's the most disrespectful thing that anybody's done in MLS since Don Garber or Don Garber since uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Well, I mean Don Garber too. Like, yeah. yeah I mean, depending yeah. on how you look at things, like that no, might be. No, uh, Messi last year he he had like a step over against Kellen Lacasa, and and it was like a little bit disrespectful because it was already a foul called, and like Kellen was trying to defend. He was like, dude, like relax. The ball's over there. So yeah, it was. Messi's been doing his thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so holding the high line, um, uh, Colorado Rapids focused podcast. You can tell. I mean, I brought out the, the Rapids kit that we got uh, last year. Shout out to Emilio uh, who sent this over. Shout to out us from, to from Legend. Um, but I see you're, you're wearing the, the the new Rapids kit as well. Um, I don't want to get into the the like the the because obviously the Rapids made a big yeah yeah show it off show it off for the cam. Um, obviously the Rapids made a big um, oh he got the he, he has the uh, for for the listeners he he just showed off he he's got it personalized in the back with his number as well. Um, so big flex there. Um, but obviously the the Rapids had a big off season with a, with a bunch of signings. You guys talked about that in your last episode. So so uh, for for our listeners make sure to go check that out. Their last episode, eleven questions to define the the Rapids season. Uh, I think you guys did a really good job of of asking the right questions um, and, and and talking about the season. But uh, for uh, we we like to handle things off the pitch. Like we we're all about the culture off the pitch. You know the the fan experience. So we're we're gonna get into that. But how first, can we tailgate with you guys? Yeah, exactly. But but first, what are your thoughts on, on the new kit? Because I think um, for, for at least for my opinion, mixed reviews. Um, the the Rapids have. I I mean I love this shirt. I think yours is is the the home kit is great. So what what are your thoughts? What is your take on on the the new Rapids kit? <clears throat> Yeah, no, um, I'd like it. I wouldn't say that it's the best that's out there and everything. I think once I got over the fact that Seattle slightly changed their tones, like yeah. their 
blue and the green is really really nice um the dallas one is absolutely tripping every single time i look at that one i just yeah. immediately get a migraine but <laughs> the if i had one complaint about the rapid shirt it would be nice given the two shades of burgundy for the contrast to be a little bit more there so the the darker of the checkerboards can stay but if the lighter one could have been a little bit lighter if they wanted to go full crazy they could have done a burgundy and blue checkerboard so i do think some of the photos that they've had out there don't necessarily show that accurate the first really good close-up we got was actually from a player from the Nuggets who actually wore it in like the player's tunnel and the lighting was really terrible. So I would say it's a kit that's, I, I realize, I feel like I'm in a good crowd for talking about like kit fashion and everything. Yeah. I'm a big believer of, I want to see it in person up close before I judge it. And this is definitely a kit that is better in person and up close than it will be from the wide shot on TV or from the marketing stuff that's come out there. The thing that I really love about about it. I think the Rapids have done a really good job their last three kit launches of having an initiative behind it that really speaks to the community and tries to harness that. That's something they haven't done a good job of at times in the past as well. And so to make a big deal about youth sports and having that be an initiative and be really welcoming, especially given that that is continues to be an issue and it's become really an issue in the front range outside of the Rapids youth setup as well, that they're going to try and fill in some of the gaps that there and the accessibility to the sport. Um, I think that's a really big deal for me. Obviously, the kit that you're wearing right now, Ramsey, is the is the mental health kit, the New Day kit as well. So I, I could, if the message behind it and the initiatives that come with the shirt were a 10 out of 10, but it was a plain burgundy shirt that just had the Rapids kit and nothing fun about it, I would be as excited about it as I would be an absolutely the best kit of the year for MLS that had no social community component as well. So I'll give it a solid 8 out of 10 for me. To be completely honest, uh, Colorado is one of, like, one of my favorite kits that have, that have came out just because of the checkerboard. I uh, love the burgundy, uh, baby blue contrast. So one of my one, is one of my favorite kits. Um, there's been a lot of kids that have given out. First of all, Seattle. Yeah. They they are in a whole league of their own right now with their kit. But I honestly enjoy this kit as well. You have two two of the best kits in MLS right now. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, going to your point about, you know, the the message behind the jerseys, and I think that's something that um, MLS, um, uh, des like kit design is starting to do a little bit more of as they're, you know, implementing some kind of storytelling. And, you know, it works and doesn't work to a certain extent, but um, when, when you have a certain message behind the kit, you know, it, it can uh, sometimes go beyond the actual design of, of the kit itself. So you want to be exist in a place that has kind of both. Um, but you know, you, 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 there's the give and take to it. So I think that's a, that's a smart point, uh, to, to take, to take into it. But I mean, I think, and we talked about this earlier in the episode, but like, you know, the, the overall, um, uh, MLS, uh, kit design, I feel like is just really stepped up in the last few years. I think there was a period of time where, you know, it just seemed like we were getting the same kit across all, you know, whatever, 20. And, and I like to thank Ramsey for this. Cause he, he gave him hell last year for the kit releases. He like oh same template. Hate it wasn't last year. It wasn't last year. It was a, it was it was a few years back where you know it, it just felt like there was a very heavy template. And I understand templates. Templates is not like essentially a bad thing. Like but in itself, like it's necessary, right? When you have especially so many jerseys and you know MLS is at the level that it's at. Um, but I feel like they've definitely taken a step up in terms of you know making sure each kit ha each team has a kit that has some kind of design element that they could talk about. And, and you know, it, it works and doesn't work to, to, to an extent, but I'd rather have at least an effort. And I, I think they're definitely putting that effort in. 
No, absolutely. I spoke to a source within Colorado who's kind of responsible for this initiative and a few other things within the club. And they said really after the after I think the 2020 season was what you were referring to, Ramsey, where like every single team just had like the the same three Adidas stripes and everything. They were all labeled the community kit. And it's like the okay, like we're we're not going to sit here and drink the Kool-Aid and have you try to feed how this means something. And there's something profound behind the design when literally every single other MLS team has the exact same shirt just with their numbers and so Adidas has just taken the shackles off with that and the teams have way more control about submitting design ideas and initiatives behind it and I think that's allowed each club to then tell a story that's unique to them to where you get the the freaking the angry Orca FC on the jock tag for Seattle as well and you know you get the contrast the shades the outdoorsy one for Charlotte FC and just the straight up weed plants that you get for the Portland secondary (laughs) kids well so i think those are i think those are pine trees i think those are pine trees pine trees either way i like it i i I live in colorado either way whatever the tree it is i'm a big hiker and everything but yeah so like the you know there's the opportunity for that and so i i think that's a that's a step in the right direction for mls from a fashion standpoint and from a fan engagement and community standpoint first of all i think colorado should have the pine trees as well because i've been to colorado before and like Pro pine tree <laughs> community, uh, pro pro tree and pro flower, whatever you know. Whatever they're you all about their herbal, um, you know, s- supplements and, and and whatnot. But um, you know, talking about Colorado because we we've been trying to figure out our MLS away days um, schedule for this year. That's something that we've you know really tried to to implement. And Colorado, I mean, we mentioned this off off camera, but Colorado is, a, is something that we've had cir- circled. Um, and I've had mixed reviews about it. Like, oh, it's too far away from Denver. Uh, uh, it's like there, there's all these all these uh, bad bad uh, comments I've been getting from other people that have came out. But I know I just visiting the city. I, my old, like I told you off camera, my oldest brother lives out there. And when I went, it was like anywhere I went, it was beautiful. So uh, we do want to talk more about how, how is it. Yeah, talk about the fan the fan experience at a at a Rapids game before, during, after. What 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 what's that like? Because I feel like getting different perspectives from from uh, MLS fans across the country. So like, where can you go eat? Super... Where can you go get have a drink? All that great stuff. Yeah, I think it gets it gets a really bad rap. I think it's really easy for someone who's used to going to their home stadium and then going to one of the two or three local geographic rivals that they have, you know, let's take an Atlanta United fan who's been to Charlotte. Maybe they've been to one of the Florida teams as well. Maybe they're going to Nashville this year or something like that for them to just, you know, come home after the Atlanta game, put on MLS season pass, see that the Rapids are playing and see that the stadium's two thirds full and that they can pre they can easily tell which section is each letter in Colorado on the main wide shot that you have of the East end and everything. And that's just a massive oversimplification of the experience. And in particular for me, the pregame experience as well. So to your point about thinking about how, it's easy for a lot of foreign fans or a lot of fans from outside the market to just look at Commerce City on a map, see where the stadium is, and then basically equate the Rapids to Sporting Kansas City being out there by the racetrack and not actually in Kansas City, the market, and not understanding that there's a train that's 10 bucks that is 37 minutes from the airport so if you don't want to if you don't want to uber and you don't want to rent a car as well it's easy to do it is very easy for you to do 
a rapids away day and not need a vehicle at all and then not have your transportation be expensive if you just want to focus on being in around downtown or one of the nearby neighborhoods the deal that you have with c38 centennial 38 the supporters group and their round trip bus option that they have which you can bring beer on to and then the tailgate as well which starts two three hours before the game that is one of the best kept secrets for like eastern conference fans that don't think about these sorts of you know these sorts of away days or don't know about them and it's a relatively welcoming community even for away fans as long as you're not like rsl seattle or the galaxy for the most part like we don't have beef with you like you can have one of our cans of of craft beer you know that's aged goat milk or something <laughs> on the you know in the bar and it's relatively inexpensive um I, I haven't spoken to the c38 president i'll see him at the um at the season kickoff party next week but if you want alcohol it's like 12 15 bucks for all you can eat all you can drink for the tailgate and it's seven or eight dollars if you're not drinking any alcohol and then we're talking hot dogs there's pizza we've got mini donuts as well like the scran game at the tailgate is absolutely fantastic and people don't necessarily think about that or they just look at the bars around commerce city and they see that there's one super sketchy one that looks like a crack house from the outside (laughs) across the street and then there's basically nothing so it's just go back to downtown in terms of downtown recommendations I would make if you are looking to watch the if you're looking to watch a European game or a Premier League game before hand uh, it's 8 p.m. local time kickoff for most of those games as well I would recommend either the British Bulldog which is where American Outlaws Denver is based or the Celtic on Market which is basically the C38 pregame bar. And then from C38, and there's a few other locations that they'll do the away day bus as well. And that creates more of an atmosphere. I feel like the the English and the Europeans have a really great experience of like the getting on the local public transit to actually go to the game. And I feel genuinely that you get that with the bus setup in ways that I don't think you get for most MLS markets. I mean, you guys tell me, I know I've seen that there is a train that stops off for LAFC as well, but maybe you have that for NYCFC. Maybe you have that for for Chicago Fire now that they're at Soldier Field. So there's a sense of atmosphere and buildup between let me go to the bar beforehand, get some lunch, let me get on the bus with a bunch of the sickos, and then let me tailgate beforehand and then go into the stadium. And that's before we even get to C38, which pound for pound still has a really great atmosphere. The difference is there's 300 of them as opposed to like three or 4,000 members of the Timbers Army. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- that's about as good of a sell job as I think that um, anyone can make because, I mean, I'm honestly, sold. I looked at I looked at Julio when you said, uh, uh, what was it, $12 for all you can eat, all you can drink? I mean, that that's that's all you got to say. Wait, um, wait, all right, so so my brother lives in Bennett. Um, how, how can I get to the stadium from there? That's, not, that's about that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Come on. I'm already thinking about doing a yeah, trip no. over there right now. I'm sold. Uh, I'm you sold. Can, how, about, how about you send you send those directions over to us <laughs> afterwards. We don't have to do this um, on air. But I think that the public transportation is a huge, it's amazing. huge part of it because, um, I mean, here in L.A., like, there is the, the, the metro stop right by uh, BMO Stadium. Um, it's still about a. Uh, I I used to take it from Santa Monica. Yeah. Uh, when I when I used to live on Santa Monica, I used to take the train, and of course you still like this sign says you can't drink. People do do it, but it's it, it, it's, it's. They not. do a lot more than that on the LA Metro. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, depending on where you're coming from, it it, it is pretty accessible uh, via public transport. Um, uh, I will say that some certain lines on the LA Metro are like sketchy, <sighs> just like. Like before COVID, you could take you could take them like, and it was a pretty 
you know, reasonable experience. Like you, you'd run into, you know, the stuff that you'd think you'd run into on public transport. But now it's like post 2020, it's just been like a lot. It's, it's really dystopian in, in this, in the subways in, in, in LA. And, and I know LA is not known for its public transport. Obviously we have a huge, massive car culture here. And, you know, I mean, even in the El Trafico, uh, Derby, uh, nickname, like you, you get that. Um, and so I think having a place where you can get to, accessibly for cheap you can there's a sense of community there where you're you're riding with people that are that have the 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 the, the jerseys that have the scars that are you know maybe doing chance i don't know what but um i think that is a super unique experience that you don't necessarily see if you're just watching a game on season pass if you're watching a rapids game where you're seeing you know because i mean the, the 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 numbers by themselves don't tell the full story yes Absolutely. And I will say that the community, again, is super well, like Colorado people are just, we're, we're almost Midwestern nice. As long as, again, you don't say anything bad about the Denver Broncos and you're not a Kansas City, an RSL, a, a Seattle or an LA Galaxy fan. And so the thing is then, so again, bunch of stuff you can do downtown in between going to one of the soccer bars and then actually getting lunch at the Celtic and then going over for the bus. Again, the tailgate lasts as long as the game itself. And by that point, you've made friends either with a local or if you're showing up for an away day you've made friends with the other away fans that are there like again open arms in terms of if you just want to come have beer and talk about soccer and everything you know I went to school in St. Louis I have a Luligan starve I ended up wearing that when St. Louis FC came by or excuse me St. Louis City came by as I'm in a bunch of friends from with people who were from St. Louis and they asked like what neighborhood that I lived in and how where I was uh what time I went to watch you and everything like it's just a bunch of super friendly people so then you meet enough people to where then you have people to go out with after the game depending on if you do want to go back to downtown or to somebody's house or something like there's a full game day experience that can be had that is fun that is worthwhile going to socially even when the Rapids are the worst team in the Western Conference right. yeah yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Washington uh, University. That's a that's a, a that's a top tier uh, uh, education in- institute there. I'm a nerd, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just also a sicko and creative. <laughs> no, um, uh, they 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 Division three athletics. They have a really good athletic program as well. So I played I played Division three baseball. So we, I know uh, they had a, a, a pretty good baseball team as well. But um, yeah, I mean the the community aspect. I think of of. Sold. regardless of where yeah. you're at because i mean a lot of those aspects of the tailgates um just meeting people having conversations like you can get that in la as well and that's something that i feel like um from me personally i didn't grow up in soccer i didn't grow up playing i wasn't a gigantic fan until i started really um post-college writing at urban pitch and and, and becoming a full-fledged sicko um and having conversations with people at the at you know Galaxy tailgates, LAFC tailgates, um, just the the overall camaraderie and, and atmosphere at those games to me is what makes that that's what drew me into the game for the most like the the most is how just how um, you know there's like I mean like I say this all the time but like the, the culture around soccer is is completely unique to any other sport. And um, I think you, you don't really get that going to, I mean, there's, there's tailgates for uh, NFL games for, um, you know, um, for not really basketball or, or football, but, or uh, sorry, basketball or baseball, but 
you don't really get that. Um, there's like a, a sense of community, I feel like, that, that comes with soccer fandom, regardless if you are a fan. Unless, it, like you said, like, I mean, if you're an LA Galaxy fan at LAFC tailgate, maybe things aren't going to go as well for you. But I, and I, I know. And, and he knows, he knows uh, the, the, the reverse way at a LA Galaxy tailgate. He was not welcomed with, with uh, um, you know, open arms. But for the most part, you're going you're gonna to get a, a pretty open and welcoming community. Yeah, no, 100%. And like the, I don't know if we want to talk about this specifically, but you know, the fan experience and the relationship with the club and ownership with how bad the season was last year was so bad. I know a bunch of season ticket holders who were out on maintaining their tickets who renewed their season tickets because they were like, I've got so many friendships. I'm best friends with the person who I met seven years ago who just happened to be the season ticket holder in the row, two section, you know, two seats over from me. I know people who, despite the club having the worst year that it's had, and we can now say this with hindsight, it's easy because of how good the offseason has been, who chose to renew the tickets and then bite the bullet financially despite being down on the team for the purpose of maintaining the sense of community that they have around that. And again, I will say that's extremely close within that and it is extremely welcoming to away fans provided you're not one of five shirts as well so i mean you show up with a kellen acosta lafc shirt and everything you are our people right yeah we love him as well here uh, yeah yeah we we've love had him Ke- on the pod and he's yeah, such he, an amazing human being just, just uh i mean wish him all the best in, in, in chicago i mean and, and he had a great run in, in colorado as well um just and and i i like i feel like that's also something like super unique like where players you know there's a lot of mobility between teams and um you know rocking a lafc kit to a rapids game might seem out of place but then you see the name on the back it's like okay that makes sense you know um but but yeah we we've had a couple of uh rapids players on um as guests on the pod uh, keegan rosenberry jonathan lewis um um both talking to them about you know their experience with with the club and um, you know, uh, obviously the, the, the team on the pitch isn't necessarily where it's, it wants to be, but I feel like they had that same kind of, uh, resonance with the fans and the community and, and, and all that. And I feel like, you know, it's not obviously one of the, the, the teams that, that first comes to mind when you think of MLS, like fan experiences, but from their testimonials, from your testimonial, I feel like that's definitely an underrated and can kind of sneaky uh really cool away days trip to, to to make it's a small of enough fan base and still you know a suburban based stadium and to a certain extent a suburban based fan base and community to where it still has this family atmosphere that you would relate to say like the lower divisions in england that aren't in one of the major metropolises or you know a, a neighborhood club if you will and it's still maintain that it had that back in 1996 if you ask me but no like the i you don't have to be a member of the media or on the board for c38 or mile high locos in order for you to just walk up to marcella balboa and start having a conversation with him and have a genuine relationship with him when steven betasher came over from lafc and joined the colorado rapids and everything like I, I know number of anecdotal stories where he met a fan at a fan event or after a um, or, you know, or after a game or whatever, that fan then followed him on Twitter and like he followed them back and then would like interact with them. Dominic Baji, who was not a great player for the Rapids, but absolutely beloved, like randomly when he got traded to FC Dallas, this would have been like 2017, 2018. He went and Facebook friended a bunch of friends who he like wow. knew by name. And then when one of the writers 
writers for Burgundy Wave, uh, the former SB Nation site, which I'm now the managing editor of, posted about getting accepted to Oregon State, which was his number one school. He's a big environmental guy. Dominic Baji liked that post. With all due respect to what LAC has done on the yeah. field and everything, yeah. find me an example of Carlos Vela or Dennis Bawanga <laughs> yeah. doing that for a Rapids fan. And so it has that community. And again, to say nothing of the fact that everybody has like the, they've got their work, they've got what they do with the Rapids, and then they've got the other social or outdoor activity thing that they do with the Rapids. I'm going skiing with a friend, um, to Keystone, one of the mountain resorts here in Colorado, who is someone who I met through the Rapids as well. So again, to the away fan who is interested, who wants a Colorado person to like be their Sherpa or make recommendations on hikes or drives or a place they can go to in Estes Park for Rocky Mountain National Park or is like the if, if an LAFC fan uh, LAFC is a bad example because ski season will have ended but like I, I know multiple examples of like random Austin fan wanting to do a spring break trip Austin FC's in town you know and then tags a bunch of the Rapids blogs or Rapids sickos on Twitter and everything hey I'm looking to go skiing like any recommendations and like we will help you out so as much as we're open from a soccer standpoint we're also so open of we have a really beautiful state and we're open to sharing it with people who just want to make that initial who, who want to show up and um and provide the olive branch and that olive branch absolutely can be showing up in an lafc jersey that says kellen acosta yeah okay so so we'll be coming out there um i'm you know, definitely going yeah, out we're, we're sold you, you've done you've done uh um, you know, massive, uh, <laughs> a massive job of, of, of selling the, the whole away days experience. And cause we're trying to circle off, uh, you know, a handful of, 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 of away day matches, whether it's, uh, I mean, you know, Bridget and Julio Bridget's not here, but, uh, big LAFC fans. I'm a habitual fence sitter, coward, whatever you want to call me, but, um, he's good for business. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's good for but, business. But what about, what about you, you and Mark coming to LA? Is that, is that a, something that's, um, a possible? possibility the either flight is this not that year long. Or, or, or in the next few years uh probably not this season rabbi has been to an lafc game i've been to an la galaxy game ironically like we, we've talked about uh like do we show up to if we should go there for el trafico if we were to somehow get tickets like which stadium do we end up taking not saying of course that i'm distinctly la galaxy and he's lafc or that we even care about that rivalry other than just watching the chaos that unfolds that is el trafico but um i've already booked um i'm working with uh, emilio who's going to try and get me credentials for inner miami because i've never seen messy live so i'm looking at that rsl is always a big one but no we've we've talked about doing a bunch of away days we've done away days separately we've never done one together and certainly la would be a super easy one if we plan it a couple months in advance and if the weather's nice uh you know maybe that you know july might be a little bit hot for us given where we are in colorado right. used to the dry heat and everything but you know like the but by the time it starts to get cold in september october you know los angeles would sound nice and we've it a few months in advance i'm going to assume you know a, a round trip flight from dia to burbank won't be that expensive yeah yeah um i think they they in uh they include like the clause that the denver uh airport's haunted so they they always dock a few uh dollars from the, the airfare so i think yeah. i think it, it ends up working out but uh yeah yeah dude anytime anytime you're in la for sure uh let us know and, and we'd love to show you around um maybe um avoid some 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 of the fights that that go on especially with this guy <laughs> uh, uh starting stuff in the la galaxy tailgates i'm and, all the great hey uh, honestly i i'm gonna be at the inter miami galaxy game as well yeah. um 
course, in the media section, I'm not going to be with the people. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no violence at the, we, we do not. Yeah. Don't, don't come with smoke to the, to the C38 tailgate. Not at all. Clear. But so for the, for the holding the highliners who are listening to this on our feed and everything, like give them a recommendation, like what's a, what's a good taco spot or like what's something else that like they could look at. That's not just like going to the beach or, um, you know, or, uh, going to like Santa Monica pier or something. Don't right. go to Santa Monica Pier. Don't, not go, uh, don't go to Santa overrated, Monica. Overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Um, great taco spot, King Tacos. Uh, they've been known for, for years. Great spot. But if you, go, if you go to BMO to go watch a game, there's a place literally three blocks away, Chuperia, has great food, has great micheladas, has great drinks. Um, they do not still serve hard alcohol, but you can bring the shooters in your pockets and they will not know. Um, <laughs> Hey man, he's making it hot on the podcast. Come on, you can't say that on the like. That's something you say off air, you know. Like, <laughs> if they watch, I'm sorry. I'm just giving the guys yeah. tips. Colorado people are my people as it, well. It's at sea level. We'll be able to drink more. And who's right. to say Definitely. we haven't figured out how to sneak edibles out of DIA? Sure, as well. sure, sure, Boom. sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, but Chupadilla. I mean, atmosphere-wise, uh, before, during, after the match, um, it's it's, it's a vibe, right? It's it, it's for sure the vibe. Um, uh, people go, you know, pregame there. They go postgame there, and then you know sometimes they even watch the game there if they if they can't even uh, make it to the stadium. Um, yeah, taco. I mean, tacos are, are you can find good tacos anywhere. I mean, like King Taco is like the historically the you know the taco spot. There's, there's a bunch of different locations across LA, so um, you know you'll be able to find. Um, Just uh, drive around if you see anybody with lights and parked in the street. Right. Uh, the street tacos are probably. We are known for the street taco, so little dirt in people's fingers. It's, it's, it's flavor. It's flavor. Yeah, the yeah. better tasting they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, and then at the tailgates, too, they'll have, I mean, depending on where you go, they'll have food at the tailgates. If you make friends with people, like um, we went, so the one of the first, uh, when we first started the podcast, after our, I think it was after our, actually our first episode back in 2022, we went to uh, was it LA Galaxy LAFC? It was LA. All right, so it was like early on in the season, maybe LA like Galaxy. April, like an April match between LA Galaxy LAFC at uh, Dignity Health in Carson, and we were doing like fan interviews at the tailgates. And number one, like we like he knew people that 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 do it, like you know they have Clase Azul bottles, they got uh, tomahawk steaks, they got ribeyes, like they're 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 doing like doing it big and so we were we were we were able to get that experience but then you know some fans recognized him because he might have said a couple of comments that were then aggregated into a fan um like a, a fan community on facebook and then you know things started to escalate and I we had viral. to get, we had to get out of there he was he was viral amongst a certain amount of uh the LA Galaxy fans. fans yeah yeah so um but no I, such thing as bad publicity. Ex yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I, yeah. I'll, I'll say this: so, um, if you want a great in-home, in-stadium experience, LAC is a place to go. If you love to have a great tailgate, LA Galaxy is a place to go. They they know how to tailgate right, and they have the space. Yeah. So, um, like you said, at LA Galaxy game, we were having tomahawk, Clas Azul shots. Um, LAC has the Chuperia, is probably the only one. Tree Lane is not as good. Um, it's not as big, so there's not a lot of things to do. But um, depends on what you want to come for. If you want to go for a great in-stadium in experience, LASC is your spot. If you want to uh, tail, a tailgate, um, LA Galaxy is your spot. So it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. We, have, we have a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. 
You guys come to Colorado and you find Colorado Mexican food, you got to get it with the green chili, a smothered burrito with green Oof. chili. That is our that is our specialty. If you're getting Mexican food in Denver, that's what you're getting. All right. Well, uh, we'll look forward to that because I'm I'm now pumped. I'm pumped. I have the I have the jersey and now I got somewhere to, to wear it. So we're going to go. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep in touch with you. But uh, this has been a lot of fun, man. Uh, well, I, I know I know you're, you're, you got busy. You're, you got things to do. And, and I don't want to keep you any any longer. But holding the high line for, for our listeners, uh, Matt Pollard, uh, uh, Mark Goldman, a.k.a. Rabbi in the Red, uh, do do great stuff. And they're their family here on the Believe Network. So uh, go go support them. Go. Uh, we'll, we'll link all their um, uh, socials and and and, and uh, everything like that in the in the description and in the, in the show notes um so so be sure to check them out because they do they do some great stuff and this is not the last time y'all gonna see us together yeah for sure for sure we'll, we'll we'll link up in the future um and um you know this is the first of many agreed yeah. awesome yeah all right uh all right matt appreciate you for for taking the time and um uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch with you uh down the road all right, thanks to Matt Pollard from Holding the High Line for, for taking the chance to talk to us. Um, but that's it for us. Um, I do want that extra room now. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about yeah, it now. We're, 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 I mean, I, I think he did a good job of, uh, as good of a job as he could of selling us to go to, to, to Colorado. Um, so um, I think, I mean, we're going. We're going. I think that's, 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 bus. The that's the move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, you'll see us in Colorado sooner or later, whether it's this season, next season, maybe in the playoffs. We'll see how their season goes. They have, they have a couple really cool, good, uh, good, good additions. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, until then, keep it tapped in. Oh, we got more stuff coming. This has been the Urban Pitch Podcast. We live in the life part of the Believe Network. For Julio Monteros, I'm Ramsey Abushala. We'll see y'all next week. Boom, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.